miss the good old days meeting with our colleagues and having those face-to-face -face interactions? Who doesn't? It's that connection, camaraderie, and discussions that unite us all. So join us as we work to gain all that back and more through the new ReConnect podcast. I'm Kim McTiernan, Account Manager in Lower Alabama. And I'm Stephanie Fowler, Account Manager in East Mississippi. We will be your host. This podcast is all about all of you, our incredibly experienced, effective, results-driven account managers. We're excited to bring you guests that will deliver insights, helpful knowledge, sales and business strategies to grow your markets, something new, hopefully, a little fun, and most of all, we'll be reconnected during our drive. Reconnect will drop on the second Tuesday of the month, so be sure to open your email from the source and listen anytime. Go out today and reconnect with your colleagues, customers, friends, and families. And please send us your topics you want us to cover and suggestions for future episodes to reconnect at urpt.com. Welcome everyone to the episode two of the Reconnect podcast. This episode is titled Year Over Year Growth. If you're not growing, you're dying. And that is a saying made famous by our very own Mr. Walt Porter. Stephanie, this episode is so much more. It, it really is what inspired the Reconnect podcast. I saw the year-over-year growth that Alyssa Tobin, who is going to be our guest today, and we'll introduce her more thoroughly in a moment, I saw that and I was blown away. Um, some of our other colleagues had double-digit growth as well, but I looked at that list and I saw Alyssa and I knew her, so that's why I reached out. And I wanted to learn more. I wanted to find out what she was doing, how she was achieving such amazing success. And so I'm so excited we're able to um, bring her on and talk to her about it. And we know that so much of our team has incredible experience and they achieve amazing results. Um, but what we hope to do today is break down, Alyssa's going to break down exactly what she did to accomplish these results. And maybe it's a piece of it that each of us can take away and maybe tweak what we're doing or maybe re-examine what we're doing and look at everything to just get better results. Because if we can, we're not together, Jeff shared we may not be together again for another year. So that's what we hope this platform will provide is just some good details of some ways that we can help reconnect and get better results. And so without further ado, um, uh, Stephanie, why don't you introduce Alyssa for us? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, she is a loving wife and mother. She's been with Upstream for four years in May. She's an account manager for the Benchmark brand in the Charlotte, North Carolina market with an MBA. And the really cool thing here is that she has two sayings, Kim, that she really uses in her personal and professional life. And if you don't bend, you'll break. And the other one is flexibility is key to success. Welcome, Alyssa. So thank you for joining us. We're super excited you're here for all the reasons that Kim mentioned earlier. So really, could you go ahead and just walk us through, you know, what your territory looks like four years ago to where it currently is? You know, we know everybody's territory is so different. So to hear how yours has evolved is going to be a really, you know, cool thing. And it's also important for us to kind of go over where your state currently is in the executive order. Because again, all states are different, all areas are different, but you know, we'd love to hear kind of the history of yours and tell us kind of what this was like four years ago for you. 
Absolutely, Stephanie. So when I first came to Benchmark four years ago, I was the account manager for all of the Charlotte metro area and surrounding markets, including North and or South Carolina, which we had two clinics in at the time. Um, and it was great. We grew those markets to the point where we needed to add another account rep. So then my territory split about a year and a half ago, um, which is a great success that we've had. With that being said, I currently now have seven clinics that are open. Um, seven in North Carolina, one in South Carolina that just opened last month. Um, and I have many more de novos coming in the spring, which we are super excited about our continued growth here. Um, with that being said, I have a great colleague who is on board who took the other half of that market and we work really well together growing the market as a team because we have a lot of overlapping areas that feed my clinics and her clinics and we just take it from a team approach to be able to continue to grow our MBAL business in addition to referrals. Um, currently, you know, North Carolina. Hey, Alyssa, I want to tell yeah. you this really quickly. So I, I really had no idea that you cover two states because I cover two states. I have like three in like a Tuscaloosa area and then I have the rest of mine are Mississippi. But it's funny because you and I started near about the same time. Actually, all three of us on this call started four years ago within a month of one another, which I think is really cool. But I was also in a metropolitan area when I was a benchmark sales rep, you know, four years ago. And I understand the overlap that you have. So I think that's really cool for all of us to hear that, you know, you have some overlap and then you have some outlying areas. And so, you know, just listening to this, a lot of people are going to be able to pick up some really great tidbits from this and to kind of hear how this year over year growth has kind of gone from where you were four years ago to what we just had this past year. So I think that's awesome. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the key when you have an overlapping market and so many clinics that feed each other is finding out what works in your market and sticking to it. That has been the key to success for us. Absolutely. Well, so Alyssa, um, can you break down how you achieved the year of year growth that kind of inspired all of this? And I've got to say, I've got to repeat these numbers. For November, it was um, you had 27% growth. And then now that Q4 numbers um, are out, you had 31% growth. So we really need to like understand pieces so we can all do some takeaways from this um, on how yeah, you do that. I could just put her yeah. in my pocket and take her with me everywhere. I mean, is that possible? Hey, can we do that? Absolutely, like, it's possible. I would, love, I would love to co-market with you, Stephanie. That would be a blast. Um, so there's that basically... <laughs> There's basically three takeaways um, that I attribute this growth to, and that would be growth of relationships and accommodating those during this pandemic um, to the needs of these offices. Number two, I, have, I do a custom routing schedule, which has completely changed from my past method pre-pandemic. And the third thing would be the ring central facts that I've incorporated in the last year. Um, with all of that being said, North Carolina has been under an executive order since last March. It changes every two to four weeks. Um, with, you know, we're in a situation to where it, we have to constantly evaluate and change and be flexible to meet those guidelines. Um, and with, with all of that, I accommodate. It's a red carpet service to these referral sources of what they need. Some will say, you're welcome to come in and market as long as you wear a mask. Some are, are saying, you know, just leave a bag on the back door. Let me know when it's there. And then we can call and chat when you, you know, 
when you leave and we can go over all the information that you have left. I basically accommodate every single office for what they need and all of my offices, whether they send me a hundred referrals or two referrals, I treat them the exact same. Um, and I think that that has been huge for growing trust and relationships um, as well. Um, as far as my routing schedule goes, it's really simple. Hey, um, Alyssa, yeah. let me yeah. stop you there because I really want to kind of dig a little deeper into sure. kind of your first point. Okay. Like you kind of went through some details about relationships. And is that the first one you shared? It is. Yes, ma'am. My notes. So you really kind of sounds like you customized. So is there anything different that you've had to do during this time in order to get a better relationship? Yes. Um, I, what I end up doing is calling all the offices before I show up, finding out what their protocol is, finding out what their expectations are, what they need, and kind of forming a game plan around the specifics that they share with me. Um, it shows that I care. It shows that I'm taking the time to research what is necessary, and they appreciate it. And in all honesty, these um, referral sources, whether it be a nurse or a doctor or even a referral coordinator, they are so excited to have a conversation with what I call the outside world because they're really in their own little bubble inside these practices and they really appreciate a listening ear and somebody just to help them in their time of need and somebody who shows that they truly care. I think that's you. You know what I... Yeah, it is huge. You know what? I, I mean, I'm just going to be honest here with this is that, yeah, I, I do make those phone calls, but those phone calls happen when I pull up in the parking lot and I walk up to the front door, but you're really being proactive in making those phone calls instead of, it sounds like instead of you driving where you need to be and then like, oh, surprise, you can't come in. You know, I think that's something you know, that I really can do better moving forward after hearing this is that I need to be proactive at the start of my day, you know, to kind of make those phone calls or make those phone calls maybe like the week before to set up my next week. Maybe. Start of your week for like um, pre-call planning. And the thing is, Stephanie, what's so different is what's happening in Alabama, Mississippi is totally different, not totally different, but is that what's happening in North Carolina. So, yeah. and that's what so many people on this call, some are experiencing exactly what you're experiencing, Alyssa, in North Carolina, and it's so different. So it is, for sure. And the one thing I will add to that is some of my office recently have been making appointments for um, account managers or reps to come in, and I call a week in advance, and some of those offices I'm able to make a physical appointment to be, to be able to go in and meet with the staff. Um, versus just showing up and then being in clinic or whatever the case may be. So I also think it shows a lot of um, care um, and taking that extra next step to be able to call and ask what their needs are versus showing up and forcing it, if you will. Yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, obviously taking a little bit of uh, advice from our deep listening from episode one sounds like it for sure and you're like extending and really deepening that relationship because a lot of our I don't know about you you guys but a lot of my contacts have changed so that's a great way Alyssa how you've kind of uncovered if your contact person is even still there um, or you've had to uncover if there's a new one that's available 
It is. And it allows me to be prepared by doing some research on who I'm actually going to go meet with. And if it is somebody new, whether it be a new physician or a PA or what have you, I get online and I look at their bio. I find common points of interest to be able to speak to them and, and be able to understand them and just to have a nice flow to start that relationship off on the right foot. No, I think that's huge. Um, most of us are people People, persons, what do we say? <laughs> oh, this sounds weird. Listeners are amazing is what we say, Kim. We are, are we amazing. Are. Exactly, but we love having that interaction. So that is something, obviously, we've all missed. So if we can do that at a deeper level, for sure. So you were starting to say, Alyssa, your second, you had talked about routing. So what have you had a change about your routing? Well, before I was in multiple territories every week um, and I would now looking back hindsight is always 2020 I realized I was more rushed than I should have been trying to pack as much in in one day as possible and you know during this pandemic I've done a lot of reflection on what could I do better how could I do things differently what kind of impact could I have that I want to have and how could I make that happen? And one of the things that things that I realized very quickly was I am a quality over quantity type of person. And I would rather have multiple quality visits that are going to create relationships that'll turn into long-term referral sources than a one, one or two here and there from somebody that I give five minutes of my time to. Um, I want all of my offices and doctors and referral sources to feel like they are number one and that they are, they're treated the exact same whether they send me one or a hundred referrals. And yeah. so I try to do a better job in that area. Absolutely. Well, yeah. it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Absolutely. That's right. So I, Yes. And with that being said, instead of being in multiple territories every week, I try to be in one broad territory um, and hit that area and then all around it. With the overlap of all of my clinics, I'm still doing more just on a more condensed, saturated level. So is that like you're doing that, you're covering that whole kind of area, or you're calling that, that section of a territory, however we name our areas that we that we do in our different routing and are you doing that more thoroughly um, during a week span? Absolutely, Kim, you've nailed it. That's exactly what I do. Uh-huh. And I've had a lot better outcomes because again, I'm not rushed. If somebody asks me to wait because a physician is running behind, I have the availability to be able to sit and wait on that doctor and, and knowing that it's more than likely going to pay off versus, oh, I've, I've got to be, you know, my next stop, I got to get all my visits in. It's a reflection on doing better, slowing down and taking my time and making them a priority. Yeah. And you know what, Alyssa, all that sounds like with this customized routing, that's really what has, you know, enabled you to have those relationships that you pointed out. And as your first bullet point, you know, the accommodating relationships, you know, I think that's really great how you've been able to see the changes in those relationships with your referral sources, with the providers, you know, based on just the routing change. I think that's awesome. Thank you. Now, yeah, you're welcome. So here we go. After your routing, you also now have your third point. You do the ring central faxing, correct? Absolutely. That has been huge for my market. Um, one of the things that I, I have evaluated in my research is in most cases, it takes anywhere from five to 12 touches to get a referral source to convert. And what I try to do is not just condense it down into 
a in-person visit, but also another touch via Room Central. You know, if I go into a clinic and I'm not able to get past the front and I leave information with the, the front desk person, how do I know that it gets back to the decision maker? We don't know, right? So it makes me right, feel a whole lot better of the day. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I mean, um, that really is the question of the day. Every time I show is. up, I'm like, no, I did that. Get where it's supposed to go. It's kind of like evaluating, like how do you not be too heavy, but how do you follow up without being that annoying person? So what I've done is I obviously, like we spoke about a minute ago, call ahead and try to make an appointment or get clearance to be able to meet, follow that protocol. In addition, it does not matter if I speak to the person, if I don't get into the clinic, I always send a ring central fax packet, a custom packet that is, to every doctor in that territory that is in prime, in addition to whatever I'm doing in the field as a second touch. Okay. And then I wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What is a customized packet? Absolutely. I'm glad that you asked. With a customized packet, I always send in the referral form, the a copy of the map of all of our locations. I always send the clean, safe, ready North Carolina sheet so that way they know what we are doing to keep their patients safe so they don't have to worry about that. And anything that might be pertinent to their business model, whether that be a specialty, whether that be a work comp, an MEL physician, whether that be dry needling or vestibular. And then I put in rat cards and information to let them know this is what we offer and this is what our process is in addition to um, that is what I typically do packet wise now on the front cover I will send a handwritten thank you note um, to the offices that are already sending and I'll include something uh, on a past conversation let's say Dr. Smith I knew he was going on vacation hey Dr. Smith wanted to thank you for the referrals that you've been sending and trusting us with your patients hope you had a wonderful vacation please let us know how what what we could do better something in that regard just to let them acknowledge something on a personal level and then let him know that we appreciate him and all he's done for us. Um, all right. I have a it, question. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So this handwritten thank you note. So I have done some ring central faxing in my uh -huh. past uh -huh. and I know like, I don't really have a typed cover letter. Are you, do you print this and then you, you write on the cover letter and then you scan that in and you add it as a PDF like you do you, your, you can. I have done. I've done it both ways. To be honest with you, um, there are times that I I print it, handwrite it, and then scan it back. Um, and there are times okay. that I just type it up and send it that way. Um, it really just depends on who the provider is. I kind of know what they what their appreciation levels are. I have some of my younger doctors; they could care less if it's handwritten or, or typed. I have my older doctors that are old school who love the handwritten note. So it just kind of depends. It's again, it's going back to knowing your audience. So uh, okay, yeah, knowing your audience, I think that's that's something that we we need to be reminded of all the time, um, and staying on their agenda and understanding that. That's a great point, Alyssa. So I really love to hear about these customized packets that that you've told us about. So how does that help support what you're currently doing in the field, Alyssa? Well, it's been a huge part um, of my market and my business. The double touches has been huge. And when I say double touches, I'm talking about whether I am able to get into an office, have a phone conversation with the office. The Ring Central Custom Packet is a double touch or an extra touch, if you will, 
to reiterate what I'm saying to make sure it gets back to the right person and just helps the entire process. In addition to that, what I do is after I send the Ring Central custom packets, I'll give it a few days and call and follow up, make sure they received it. Do they have any questions? How can I better serve them? It gives me another reason to give a third touch. And we all know it takes multiple touches, sometimes up to 12, to convert a new referral source. Absolutely. Yeah, and it really, yeah, and it really goes back to that old saying that, I mean, that I love so much. It's the squeaky wheel, right? Squeaky wheel gets that grease. And so here you are, you know, you, you've changed your route. You're in those offices. You're making the phone calls. You're sending out the faxes. I just think it's a really great, you know, thing that you're doing to make sure that all the business, that there's nobody that falls through those cracks, that you're really keeping everything, you know, together. Well, and really, if it's relationship, it sounds like, Alyssa, routing and ring central faxing, the three R's that are really contributing to this year over year growth. You're exactly right, Kim. You pretty much nailed it. So, Alyssa, is there anything else, you know, that doesn't start with an R that <laughs> you can say has you know, really helped contribute to the growth? Why, of course there is, and it doesn't start with an R, so it's your lucky day. It's definitely MVAL. That is something new in my market that's been huge um, that I'm going to continue to make a focus for this year, um, but so far, the attorneys that we've started with have been fantastic, and uh, I really challenge anybody, if you're not doing MVAL, you need to start. <laughs> that's such a good pitch because, as you know, we're all trying to diversify try to do uh, more same-store growth and with any type of service line. And MVL has been great in some markets and sometimes others, and it's been absolutely amazing. Um, and others, it's taken a little bit to, um, you know, get going. So that's great to hear. Without a doubt. Absolutely, Kim. And I'd love to give you one quick example. There's a new attorney, my very first attorney that we onboarded the first week of December. Uh, he sent us 32 referrals in one month just from MBA Yale. Wow. I mean, that's you, you can't beat it. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Tanya is just doing the happy dance right now, I'm sure. <laughs> so the, the point of the matter is there's an uncapped market and that for MVAL and you don't know unless you try but for my market so far it's, it's working wonders and I'm so excited to continue that throughout the 2021 year absolutely we are so excited well Alyssa thank you so much for coming on today you have been um, so generous with your time and your details about all of this we appreciate it greatly Absolutely. Thank yeah, you guys for having me so much. Oh, you Thank are so you, Alyssa. Thank you. Have a great day. Well, Kim, it was really great to hear about the year-over-year -year growth and what Alyssa has done in her market to be able to obtain what she has in 2020. So I'm really looking forward to taking some of those practices and putting them in place in my territory. And hopefully, I can get to that double-digit growth, right? I know. I want double-digit growth for sure. Um, I'm going to do the same. And with that, um, I had also reached out to Angela Richardson. And she's an account manager, as you know, in Texas. And Angela said that we could share what she's doing. And one of the things that she's doing is really utilizing Prime and to help her with her routing. And what she'll do is she'll, um, when you have a provider pulled up, 
and you click on that provider, you click on it and basically on their name, at the top, next to their name, it's activity, notes, follow-up, start tracking, and referrals. If you click on the start tracking, it will pull up another screen that says the start date, the end date, the target goal, and then create. When you do that, she has felt that she took the time to do that for all of her territories, and it just really helped her, and she put in what her target goals were, and I think that's a could be an amazing tool for actually what we're working on this quarter for diversification and same-store growth. And it also, she used it for routing in her those uh, specific uh, territories that she was working on. And then when you click on reports in Prime, you go to the target physician report and everything that you've inputted is right there. So you have really quick access to get to your data easily um, so I thought that was really, really amazing, and I really felt like it was, it was worth sharing with everybody because I know, and certainly it's not all about me, everybody, that's for sure, or you, Stephanie, but I only used this what? once before. Yeah, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Newsflash, but yeah, <laughs> I have never used this either, and I really think it's a great organizational piece, and like you said, especially with in the incentive that we have going for Q1 right now and really trying to grow um, some of these newer referral sources, I think it's a really great tool, one that I'm for sure gonna implement. Absolutely, I think there's so many really great pieces about Prime, but that takes a minute to figure out and I love hearing how everybody's using it. So thank you, Angela, so much for sharing that with us. Um, that's been a really great piece. Yeah, and again, I think that's what this Reconnect podcast really is all about, Kim, is hearing those pieces from Alyssa, what she shared that she's doing in her market that she shared with all of us now that we could work towards. And with Angela sharing the information about this one piece in Prime, it, it's one piece, but it can really make a big difference in how we go about our day. So I think that's what this is all about, taking little bits of information and getting some pearls from all these great account managers it's just it's what it's about here. Absolutely. Well, listen, Stephanie, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's happening for episode three. Yes, episode three. I can't believe it that we've got two of these already out here. And so in episode three, we're really going to be talking um, with another guest that's going to help us walk through the de novos. Now what? I love that. Because on our call that we've, yeah, we had a call back in January with Jeff, and on there, they, Steve McPherson was talking about all the de novos that they are working for, for all of us for the entire year of 2021. Absolutely. Well, such a huge focus, and we're actually going to, going to have two guests on with us for episode three, and we want to do also relaunch the de novo handbook, which that team who was involved with that did an amazing job. And um, it's very exciting. Um, whether you've had a new de novo recently or you're going to be having one or more in 2021, um, it will be definitely uh, important to listen to what we're gonna, what we're gonna bring to you uh, for episode three. So I'm excited. Episode three drops on the second Tuesday of the month, March 9th. 
And please send any thoughts, ideas, for podcasts to reconnect at URPT.com. We'd love to hear from you. That concludes episode two, season one of the Reconnect podcast. I'm Stephanie Fowler. And I'm Kim McTiernan.